I supposed to be the franchise player and we in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Yeah. Not a game, not a game. Not a game. Slap that like she scored 30. What are we even talking about, man? We talking about sports here. Dun-dun-dun. dun dun It's happened, guys. It's happened. Aaron Rodgers showed up. Did you guys expect him to show up? I mean, no. he showed up pretty casually. He showed up pretty casually like he, he just won the, the lottery. I didn't expect him to show up, especially last week when I was getting news feed alerts saying he's mulling retirement. I thought, you know, Green Bay doesn't want to give in. They've already drafted his replacement. This is a done deal for him. He's done. I didn't see any um, mutual agreements happening that was going to bring him back, but I was wrong. So before I give my take, I got to open one of these for the boys. Uh, I saw him. I mean, I saw him coming back. He's not a... He's not a guy who's who's going to sit out a season. I don't think that's in his character. Um, just like he talked about in the press conference, he, he's he's down for the boys. You know, he's down for the guys in the locker room. He wasn't going to let them out there, uh, you know, just have the season without him. And, and I think it's a little subtle jab still at uh, drafting Jordan Love, you know, because everybody was like, oh, Jordan Love, he's the guy now with all this turmoil going on. And he's like, wait just a second there, Jordan Love. You ain't going in the starting lineup just yet, pal. So uh, I think he he played it to perfection. He waited to the last minute. He got his money. He got out of the deal when he wanted. And uh, it's his last, uh, what were we talking about, Ben? Last, the last dance. Last, the last, the last, yeah, the last dance. So his last chop. dance, yeah. Yep. He, he posted the, the Instagram, the little subliminal of the uh, Jordan's last dance, Jordan and Scotty and, so did Devontae Adams, who was also, you know, had ended contract talks with the Packers and said, I'm done discussing the new deal. Uh, obviously, Aaron Rodgers comes back. They cut that last year of his deal off of his contract, so he'll be an unrestricted free agent after this season. One last go around, the Packers already went out and traded a six-round pick for Randall Cobb. So Randall mm-hmm. Cobb is back to being Aaron Rodgers' number two receiver, I would say, it's now that he's back there. Even though 31 year old uh, Randall Cobb, but I mean, if you're in a full point PPR league, Randall Cobb is a flex. Or yeah, a flex. He, he's going to be the number two. A so they're giving Rodgers what he wants. Devontae Adams is back in contract negotiations with the Packers. So obviously, this fixed the situation. And I, I honestly think that Devontae Adams was the main reason. Like Ron said, he didn't want to leave the boys out there. But what boys does he really have out there besides Devontae Adams and maybe the O line? I mean, for, for, for the most the whole part. Team. The back team, the whole team, whole team wanting him to come back. Without no, him, they don't win a championship. No, I, I feel I feel you for that part, but I'm talking about guys that have been through the ringer. Uh, they're with him, like Aaron Jones, and those guys are rather new. AJ Dillon, uh, you know, guys are gone. So I think Devonte Adams as well posting that last dance picture. Um, I think that that was the the deciding factor. And yeah. shit, Devonte Adams fantasy value just skyrockets. Way back up to that the skyrockets back up. The Packers yeah. odds to win the NFC North, they automatically become favorites. Yeah. Um, just a little uh fact check though, Ben. He still d- is going to be under contract in 2022. The agreement was to knock off 2023, and then they're going to revisit his status at the end of the year and 
trade him per se to a team of his choice. Okay. Either way, either way, major concession. I've never seen this happen before. A guy just say, hey, I'm not coming in. I'm going to retire if we don't see some concessions here. I don't want to be here anymore. Um, I I need to walk back my initial take because when I saw him show up for training camp, I thought, what was all of this for? Just for him to show up day one of training camp, you know, not really take any fines or anything, but he got the major concession. I think he walks away a big winner here. I think the Packers walk away a winner a little bit here too. They get their they guy do. for one more year. And all the rumors were that love, they weren't ready to start him until next season. That was the plan. So the Packers did get their way as well. I think the fans of Green Bay got what they wanted too. You know, they didn't, yeah. they didn't have to see Rogers last year. Uh, you know, obviously not go to the Super Bowl and, and and not end the Rodgers era with some, you know, BS. At least he came back for the team, for the fans. He's going out his way. He gave uh, the fans what they wanted to. And, I mean, if if you're anybody but the Green Bay front office right now, you're feeling good about this season because he Boy. threw the Green Bay front office under the bus in that 32-minute press conference man yeah i, was I think great press I, I think everybody wins uh, like you said around the fans i think even the front office wins they have a whole year to figure out this trade and figure mm-hmm. out the decision True. and True. piece it together so they have a timeline now as well a full fucking season bro so yeah. i think everybody came out a winner i mean we know jordan love we're gonna get jordan love next year uh let's just see Gosh. what the what the packers can pick up in the process of trading aaron Rodgers. What would you all say uh, like his asking price is worth? Because he's going to be rather older, uh, probably one more contract left in his career. What do you all think Aaron Rodgers demands in the trade market? He's going to demand at least a first-round pick and ma- maybe one? a player. Maybe okay. a, a player of, of worth and a, and a first-round pick. Okay. So I do have a question because Aaron Rodgers said that Green Bay is not a hot destination. It's mostly because yeah. of the team that players go there. So I got to ask y'all, can you see a player who's, you know, going to be a free agent next year, go sign with Green Bay, knowing that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be there? What kind of future do they hold as far as luring these free agents towards Green Bay now? If the money's right, will they spend? I think it yeah. comes down to him. They spend, and you guys saw their balance sheet got leaked. Uh, the the Green Bay Packers are like a, they're a company. They don't have one owner, right? It's all the, mm-hmm. the people. It's like public. Kind of the, yeah, it's public. Yeah, so their balance sheet got released and they're loaded with cash i know they they have to play within the cap and stuff but it just brought up the question of why haven't they really broken the bank in the past you know like why can't they find a way to pay Devonte adams and make him the number one receiver which i think is interesting and we'll probably talk a little bit more about it when we get into the nfc north is um does Devonte does he get paid uh because he's likening his deal to ah, dang they were using the comparison who recently reset the market at receiver um Hopkins? Was I think, yes, it was Hopkins. D Hop. Yes. Or in the eighties? Yeah, he's looking for or, or was it Diggs? It was Hopkins or Diggs. I, I think it was Hopkins. That's the, the, the reference that I heard in the podcast I was listening to. And they're saying that that deal is so far out of whack that um <laughs> Hopkins I'm not Hopkins, Adams starting there is doing himself a disservice. So I don't know. I think that's a good question right. if Adams will get paid. Or if he's going to look to go elsewhere. Well, he's going to be putting up the numbers with Rodgers there at least. So, uh, mm-hmm. like in, in the NFL, I mean, their their career is a lot more short-lived. So, Justin, like I said, if the money's right, we'll see some players go to teams that we wouldn't have thought they would have been at. But because of the amount of the contract, you know, they ended up playing for that team. And it doesn't even always work out. Like, we see 
the Texans signed Randall Cobb to a deal that he had no business being paid. So what do you guys think about the – because I was going to ask if you guys thought that the, the Packers are guaranteed to get back to at least the NFC Championship this year or if you thought that uh, with what's looming and Aaron Rodgers leaving, if, if it's kind of like one foot out the door and if the success isn't going to be there this year because of that. You know, going back to back to the NFC Championship is hard. Now you're asking for a, for a third, third time. one. Yeah. I, I don't see it, guys. I just don't see it. It, as a as a cowboy fan, any anything is possible with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, bro. Anything is possible. We've seen it, huh? uh, the only thing is defensively, I don't I, I I don't think they were that strong last year. Um, I, I know they were in a lot of, involved in a lot of high scoring games, if I'm not mistaken. And you kind of had to have that Rodgers uh, miracle play or you know a big lead, um, kind of like oh, what yeah. we. T- yeah, last last guy with the ball has to be Rodgers. Kind of like what we had talked about with the Russell Wilson situation in Seattle. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, the NFC is a toss-up. I mean, obviously, I think the Cowboys are going to be there, but Dak's shoulders already screwed up. So, uh, yeah, to answer your question, man, I mean, I, 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 I could see uh, uh, Green Bay there, especially if it's the last year. You know Rodgers is going to want to ball out. He's going to want to prove, uh, you know, the front office wrong. Uh, that they should have paid him, they should have drafted Love, and yada yada yada. So strong chance, strong chance uh, for the Packers yeah. to get back. I think I think if they get the first round by, I don't see how they wouldn't make the the NFC Championship game. To be honest, and I think getting the first round by is pretty doable with you know a not so good Lions team. Lions you got Andy Dalton starting for the Bears, and then Kirk Cousins or, or Aaron Rodgers. If they get the first round yeah. by, I mean. That's the way that they've been doing it. If I'm not mistaken, they had the first round by last year, mm-hmm. won one game, and yep. they were there. So yeah. if they get that first round by, I see them there. If they don't, I don't Good see point. them there. Good point there. And there's only going to be one first round by next year. So you got to think it's probably going to be between the Bucks and them. If we're not being biased, maybe the with Rams. The division's too tough. And I, the Cowboys have a chance with how weak the division is. But you got to think yeah. it's going to come down to the Bucks and and the Packers. Sorry, man. Brady versus Rodgers all over again. One last time, right? We'll see what happens with NFC North. But today, we're covering the AFC North, the opposite of the NFC North. And this, in my opinion, is one of the stronger divisions now, with a, with a, um, Browns being a better team than they were uh, in seasons past. Now the Bengals have taken that downfall. Uh, they will, I think, have Joe Burrow back, I believe, Roland. Is that, yep. is that so? Is he healing yep. up right? Yeah, he's already oh, ready for practice, I think. He rookie season as far as you know the, the amount of time he played until he got injured, but we'll see. So, Roland, I know you want to break down some of the Steelers first, so let's get into this. But yeah, man, let's uh let's lay it out. Uh, we're starting at the top. Let, let's do a little review, kind of like we oh, did last with, uh, year, Roland. Let's with the NFC West. Yeah, twenty twenty rewind. Let's my look bad, at twenty twenty. <laughs> you know the the year of COVID, right? We like we talked about with the NFC West. Um, we we saw the. We saw the excuse me. We saw the Steelers go ahead and take first place. They had that what seemed to be improbable eleven and zero run, what a lot of people were calling a sham. Had a lot of people feeling bamboozled. Had the boys talking crazy. Yeah, had a lot of people talking crazy. Had uh, Juju thinking it was fine to be on TikTok at all hours <laughs> but, on the sideline. Um, did they come crashing down? They finished the season twelve and four. Um, they were seven and one at home. They're very strong at Heinz Field. They're always pretty strong at home. Uh, five and three in, uh, on the road. 
uh, four and two against the division, and they ended up losing in the wild card to the to Browns. The, Browns. Uh, it, the score yeah. is a little deceiving. It was 37-48. Browns by nine. But if anybody watched <laughs> that game, it was a it was nasty. It started off bad, and, and it was ugly um, throughout the way. And it was Justin, over. It was over and Justin, Justin alluded to it, and uh, we'll talk a little bit. We'll pause for a little debate here. Do you guys have the AFC North um, ahead of the NFC West in terms of the, the toughest division? Uh, go ahead, Justin. For me, <laughs> you I do. That claim, for me, I do just because we've seen at least two of these AFC North teams the past five years make the playoffs. So um, there's and, a pathway to three possibly this year. Yeah, there's a pathway now for three, just like last season. So yeah, okay. I see them as a, the tougher one. I, I personally, I, I like the NFC West. Um, I, I think they're they're better offensively as a whole. And um, I, I'm a big believer in the 49ers this year, so I would stick with the the NFC West there. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the NFC West as well, just because I think that the Cardinals are better than the Bengals, and I think that the Cardinals are at the bottom of that division. The Bengals would be at the bottom of this division. And we also expect the Steelers. Well, I mean, at least I do. I'm not gonna speak for everybody, but I expect the Steelers to take a step down this year as well, uh, just based off the way Big Ben finished off the year and. You know him coming back. It might be his last hoorah too. We'll get into that. And but, he's losing some offensive yeah. line. So, but yeah, I, I'd yeah. go with the NFC West. And what about you, Ron? Uh, give me the Browns, man. Yeah. Baker, baby, Baker. <laughs> Taking I another mean, step. Coming out, of, coming out of that uh, NFC division, I think I had the Rams up there, and you know they still have a first-year quarterback. Their defense, I mean, obviously on a pedestal, way up there. But the Browns' defense ain't half bad either. And if you have an offense that's been together longer than the Rams' offense has, uh, you know, I could I could see – I mean, every year everybody kind of says it, right? Like, well, this is a Browns' year. This is a Browns' year. Right. But finally, after kind of jumping those hurdles last year and getting further than they ever have, this is the year, man. This is right. the year, so I will take them. Ron, yeah. but, but we're talking about the division as a whole, like all four yeah. teams. Who's better, the NFC like West? The, the 49ers, the 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, um, Cardinals, or the Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Bengals, which is a tougher division? I mean, I would say it's kind of a wash for me because, okay. I mean, I, you can't. No, 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 watch. It, look. If God, you would ask me, for somebody who if you were to, that was a whack ass answer. Cause. No, I mean, if you were to say who's a better division, the division we're going over today, or like the NFC East, yeah. then it's like okay, that's clear cut right there. But yeah. these, I, I mean, out of these eight teams, you know, the Rams, the Niners, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks versus you know the teams we're talking about today, and the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Bengals. I mean, can you honestly sit here and say right off the bat, this is better than that? Or would you have to kind of be like, no, okay, let me, let, me, let me deep dive. So there's just not a, a clear-cut answer right away is all I'm okay. saying. I kind of go with Ben. I, I like uh, the Cardinals, you know, as a better third team uh, than the Steelers. Well, I, oh, yeah, the better fourth team, actually. And I, I think they're better than the Steelers. So okay. uh, we'll get into that, though, because we're, we're, we're on the Steelers right now. Uh, just to finish, you know, dressing them up and what happened with them in 2020. They had nine games decided by a touchdown, seven points or less. We like to talk yeah. about these close games. Uh, they had nine games decided by seven points or less, and they were seven and two in those games. So that helped them out a lot down the stretch. Usually that is a sign for regression. Um, a couple of their notable props for the 2021 season. Uh, we want to look at those. Um, they're plus 4,000 to win the Super Bowl. That's probably 
like double of what they were last year, probably more. You're only taking that shit if you're a fan. Let's be real. To win the AFC Championship, they're plus and- two thousand. To win the AFC North, now that's the most important one here because we're talking about their division. Uh, they're plus four fifty, so that would put them third. Vegas thinks they're going to finish third. Uh, their season win total, they're at over eight and a half. Uh, Big Ben to win MVP. If you guys are a fan out there, Big Ben making a comeback. Plus 5,500. Uh, TJ Watt to win uh, DPOI, plus 850. And a bet that I think might have a little bit of legs here, if you want to throw away some lunch money, is uh, Najee Harris to yeah. win Offensive Rookie of the Year like at plus 600. Are, are those odds high enough for a running back, though, Ronald? Probably not, but I think it says a little bit about Vegas's uh, faith in Najee Harris because I think those are pretty short odds relative to the field. Yeah, they um, are. So, so they do uh, believe in Najee Harris making an impact. But um, as we also like to talk about here um, is, you know, what they did in the offseason. Uh, they added some edge help with Mel- Melvin Ingram. I'm not going to go through the whole list. I'm going to name a couple of them. Uh, Melvin Ingram is a notable name. They added him, uh, I think, last week or the week before. Uh, Miles Killebrew. Um, he's a safety linebacker hybrid. Uh, they got Joe Haig to help out the offensive line. Uh, like we noted, they spent a first round draft pick on Najee Harris and they also got a uh, Trey Turner. He's not listed there. I, I don't know how I missed that, but uh, Trey Baseball Turner. Uh, no, he, I don't, I don't think he's really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think Trey Turner is big enough to play uh, offensive tackle. Uh, the Trey Turner oh, you guys shit. are talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and they 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 got him pretty much to to replace uh, Marquise Pouncey, who retired. Um, who else re- left? Alejandro Villanueva, uh, the right tackle. Uh, we were, we were talking about this offensive line. Uh, so yeah, they, they lost some guys. They also lost uh, James Conner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he found himself with the the Cardinals. We talked about that last week. Uh, Mike Hilton, a cornerback, that secondary takes a little bit of a hit. He signed with the Bengals. And they also lost their safety um, to the to the Colts and Sean Davis. Um, now, w- one thing that we talked about earlier was their start. They started 11-0, and and a lot of that was thanks to a cupcake schedule. I, I think yeah. we can all agree. It, it was pretty pretty we weak schedule. We got some arguments about that too, Rolling with yeah. some got some We got some bite ba- or some fight from them, but, I mean, nothing. Some pushback. Uh, don't, don't expect anything less hey, than those and, guys. And you got to expect it when you're 11-0. and yep, Shit, I would be sure. talking my shit too. I ain't going to front. And, and how mad would you be if somebody was calling your 11-0 and a sham and, yeah, yeah, and not yeah, real? Yeah, like, yeah, like, that's if, personal. If we're not in a, like if we're not in a bubble at Disney, it's, it's, it's yeah. legit. You know? like, <laughs> I'm not going to question it then. For sure. But I say that to say their 2021 schedule is ranked number one. And I think a lot of that is to do with they, they're getting tangled with Buffalo to start off the season. Seattle, they got a seri- uh, They have a series Buffalo. against the, uh, the NFC West. They, they played the whole NFC West and they played the whole AFC West, I think. Or no, they played the whole, excuse me, NFC North. And yeah, they played the whole AFC West. Chicago. Excuse me. So a, a lot of former playoff teams in that mix. So I don't see an 11 and 0 start for them to say the least. Uh, hey. What do you guys think? I say over 
under eight and a half on the total is the play for me. I, I put them at max, max seven wins. Don't max. you have a wager already, Ron? With and that's and that's a reach. That's a fantasy <laughs> reach on the seven wins, man, because their last six games are brutal. I mean, you go, you play Baltimore, then you go to Minnesota, then you play Tennessee, then you go to KC, then you play Cleveland, then you go to Baltimore. I mean, I, I, I have a winning... I mean, I have them winning six games, maybe seven uh, in the division. I think they're toward the bottom. They may be split uh, with Cincinnati. But, uh, I mean, I see them maybe wins over Vegas, Denver, you know, Detroit, maybe Chicago. That's maybe a way they, they can get their wins. But uh, the best bet to me here, man, is under eight and a half wins for the Steelers. And, yes, Diego DeMarkey, I'm coming for that money, baby. <laughs> I, I see them. I see them at three and three going into the bye week. But then after that, it gets really, really yeah, sketchy dude. for me. And and it's and, not that's not a good to have that early bye week for this team, Roland, who last year was plagued with a shitload of injuries. That's honestly was part of their downfall. Was Bud Dupree going down on defense? I mean, they had guy after guy going down last year. So they got that early bye week, and that's never good, especially when the NFL is adding that extra game. So what do you have them slotted at, Ben? What's your record? I, I have them around seven, eight wins, uh, but I, I think that it's close. I personally have them splitting with the Ravens one game. I do give them one game over the Ravens. They always play the Ravens tough. They do have the best grip on containing Lamar. It's it's just always a game. The defense is still there. The defense, it, the is, defense still is still there. It, it is going to be there. Like I said, let's give they, them that credit. Let's give they, them that they, credit. They did lose, uh, you know, a couple of guys. Bud Dupree. Bud, Bud Dupree. They lost Bud Dupree, and they are trying to get to Melvin Ingram with Melvin Ingram. It. But it's a, it's an older Melvin Ingram. Yeah. There's yeah, a reason the Chargers somewhat of a wash. There. There's a reason the Chargers let him walk. I don't think it's a wash. I think nah, Bud, Bud Dupree is better. He definitely is better after the injury. Then uh, maybe Justin, I see your argument because Bud Dupree did get hurt last year, right? He was ACL. one of the bigger injuries. Yeah, that's a big injury. But you got to think the defense is going to be there. I think honestly, out of all the plays on here, TJ Watt to win Defensive Player of the Year is the best play, just because a lot of people thought that he got robbed last year. Sure, I don't know. I don't, don't know. You have to be in contention for that, though. No, you don't. Okay. You, you don't always got to be in contention because I think Donald has wanted like the last couple of years and the Rams haven't been the greatest all of those years. Mm-hmm. Good point. We've Good seen point. it in baseball where Mike Trout wins MVP and the Angels yeah. suck. I know and Otani's going to win it this year and they suck. Different sport, but I just feel like a lot of people thought that TJ Watt might have been robbed last year and he's a good little poster boy to have up yeah. there, you know. So I think those are the best thoughts plus 850. I don't know what Steelers to miss the playoffs are. I know that Maybe not everywhere um, offers to make that playoffs line. are plus one sixty. So to, it's what gonna, about to it's miss? It's going to be juiced. So oh, to, it is uh, to miss is probably like minus two hundred, oh, minus one ninety, maybe something like that. You're looking at if yeah, it's, pretty if it's plus close. I mean, so, it, two points, two points to you, Ben, on the TJ Watt Defensive Player of the Year. You could see the Steelers' defense on the field a lot more than the offense, so it'll give them a chance to get more sacks, to get more leader, knockdowns, right? to get more, yeah, to get to get a sack leader. And side note, super side note, Otani does not get the credit that he deserves, man. That guy, yeah, he's a beast. The a modern beast. era Babe Ruth, and he gets hey, no yeah, love. Sure. But let's stick with Smith, NFL. Stephen A. Smith ain't here, cuz. If, right, if, if I were to look Shit. at some bets on there, um, I would agree with Ron um, on the season total over under eight and a half. I, yeah, I do like that because uh, I have them slotted at six and 11. Uh, there we go. I, 
I do Damn, see them. Six rolling. I, I said not, six. one of them. I do agree is against the Ravens. I think they get one off against the Ravens. Like I said, I had them three and three, and I think that they can win um, those two games against Chicago and Detroit. But I have them losing pretty much almost every game after that. Except, and they think they get that game against the the Ravens to December 5th. I think they split with the Ravens, split with the Bengals. Yeah, because I don't I don't think they can win any of their – if the season's going the way that it's going, I mean, they're going to lose in Minnesota. I give Tennessee that game. Mm-hmm. And then Kansas they're, City. they're going to lose in Kansas City. I take Cleveland towards the end of the year. I imagine they'd be fighting for the AFC North at that point. Or, or then, Cleveland could already have locked it up, yeah, though, maybe true. with that seven true. and – but, but I don't see them getting to eight, eight okay. or even nine. You need nine to catch. You the need bet. nine. Yeah. yeah, you need nine to lose. There's so no I, way in hell they win nine games this year. There's no, way. no way in hell, yeah. baby. Yeah, right. Unless Big Ben has a bounce back year. Hey, I'm the only yeah. Big Ben. I can't give any. If, if that's your play, back, it's me, all right? That's me. what you're relying on. Yeah, there you go, Roland. Uh, Justin, if that's what you're relying on, Big Ben to have a bounce back year, so you might Justin, as well. Justin, you don't, you don't have them going 17-0, Justin? <laughs> that was my little text joke uh, in the text thread. But, no, I actually have them going 7 and, uh, what, 10. Okay. This they got the, I have them at the under. I do like the Najee Harris play. I have been talking to some uh, fantasy friends boys. of mine and telling them, hey, if you can pick up Najee in the end, you might want to look at that one or two times. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. But but Justin said if you could pick him up at the end. What are we talking oh. about the end, Justin? Well, you're not going to. I mean, obviously, you're not going to waste your first three picks on Najee. Well, he's, 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 he's going. Third, he's going third round. Third, I'm fourth I'm, round. I'm glad you brought that up. We all like have. I them said being, if you get him after that, it'd be perfect. We all have them being a pretty bad team this year. We don't, and nobody has them over 500. But that doesn't mean that there's not some fantasy value on a bad team. We, we see some, some bad teams put up some, some good points in terms of individual players um, on, on fantasy uh, weekend. So, Ben, why don't you take us away with our, our fantasy talk for the Steelers? Well, well, let's just talk about Najee Harris. Like Roland said, what are the expectations for Najee Harris? Obviously, they lose James Conner. The other running back stable McFarlane. that they see, McFarlane, and the, those guys, they seem to be more of like, Guys that you kind of just insert every now and then for kind of change of pace. They don't seem to be the workhorse. They go out and waste the first-round pick on an Alabama running back, guys who are known to be horses in the league, right? So yeah. he's he's going to be the starter off the gate. Boom, week one. The problem, Roland, the O-line. The, he, yeah. how, how many times will he be met in the backfield? You know, well, he's going to be met in the backfield, but yeah, let's put it this way, starters, too. So obviously. He's, and, and they replaced him. I mean, depending on what you believe in the, the replacements uh, that they got for those guys. But let's just look at it this way. They lost their – or they didn't lose, but Connor left. The he, Najee Harris is going to be the main guy. He's a good pass yeah. catcher. He's going to be the guy. The offensive line is a little questionable, but – they have that stable of receivers to where you have to respect their pass game and you're not going to be able to stack it up on Najee Harris. So I do see a way for Najee Harris to end the year as an RB2. And I would be thinking about spending that mid-round pick on him, especially if you were one of those guys that didn't grab a running back necessarily with your first or your second pick, if you, so if you catch my drift. What, what if you go running back first round? Uh, do you pick up maybe Najee Harris in the third round to be your RB2? Uh, that, what's, his AD, what's his ADP? Do you, do it's, you have it's, a, it's, it's late third, early fourth. So that's where he's going. In, either the third or the yeah, fourth round. If I can get him on the turn in the fourth round, I'll take him there. Reach. Reach, run. 
They're going to be down, dude. They're, 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 I mean, am I a good pass catcher? Yeah, no, he is, yeah, yeah. but they're going to be down a lot. And, and I think, like you said, oh, those wide receivers that you have to look out for. And then Big Ben, uh, I mean, yes, they've ran the ball a lot with Connor. He, you know, broke out and all this stuff, you know, a couple of years ago, but he's still a rookie. And just like Ben said, how many times is he going to get met in the backfield? 21 Savage, a lot. A lot. <laughs> so that's what I think, man. So I mean, if he falls to me at what do you say, third, fourth? I mean, if he's there, which it's he's probably not gonna be, but depending, he might be in an eight-man league, in a ten-man league. If he's there sixth round, maybe fifth. No, uh, and you, I mean, I would, you know, I would, but third Najee, to fourth to me is just Najee Harris or Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I'll take Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I'll Justin, take Najee. We didn't even see Clyde last, last what year. I, what I wanted to ask, though, I, I'm glad that's that's a good question, Ben. What about uh, Najee Harris versus Travis Etienne, just uh, rookie running back? Oh, backs? that's for sure Najee Harris. Najee Harris mean, all day? They, the, the Jaguars still have Robinson <laughs> up last year. Yeah. Uh, we don't exactly know what Etienne's workload is going to be. I think that's 100%. I mean, Etienne's, going, Etienne's going fifth or sixth round. Okay. So Najee Harris is PPR league. I'll look Etienne's way because he's already been talked about as being utilized as a receiver more. Yeah. Okay. So one more for Najee Harris. Najee Harris or Joe Mixon? They're, they're they're right there in ADP. Right there. Right there. Right there. We, we still got to get to the Bengals though, Roland. Okay. So okay. We'll save that one. I'll save that one. I'll save that one. I'll save that one. Okay. All right. All right. What what else is on the docket for uh, fantasy with the Steelers? Well, what else do you like there? Listen, the backfield for the most part, those other guys, like we said, if anything happens to Najee Harris, those guys will be guys that get picked up off the waiver wire. But we're not really worrying much about the backfield. I don't think anybody's drafting Big Ben, right? I mean, you're mostly going to be in ten or twelve man leagues. Big Ben will not. Will he be a top ten, top twelve quarterback? I don't think that we expect that, right? Hell no. So, so I don't think aside from on the, on the backfield portion, all we have to talk about is Najee Harris. Um, we all seem to like him. Uh, some of us a little more than others. I think if I get him in the fourth round, I wouldn't mind taking him. But I'm, I want him as a flex. I don't even want him as an RB two to be honest. Okay. Let's go to the wide Good receivers. Point. Good point. Good point. Let's go to the wide receivers because the wide receivers is where you have the guys who. It, this is where. It's almost like I want to do date one, uh, fuck one, date one, kill one, or whatever the, whatever that game is. They're all around, around the same ADP. They're, they're and, in that range. So, so the ADP is going Johnson first. It's going Claypool around after that seventh, eighth. Uh, Johnson's going in the fifth or sixth. And then Juju in the eighth or ninth. Ninth is kind of a stretch. But, I mean, Juju was the guy, wasn't he, for, for the Steelers when Antonio sure. Brown was there and – you know, getting all the attention, Juju was eating short that offense. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Short, short to how, mid-range guy. How do you all feel based off of the draft position? Who would you mm. feel most comfortable drafting based on where they're going? With if none, any, no, if any. None of them, to be quite honest. I think it's going to be a little bit like Russian roulette. Like, you just never know which one's going to pop off any given week. Like, it, it was it reminds me of, like, you know, the, the Saints – when they had all those guys where they could just go off at any given week when Drew Brees was swing, slinging along, you just never know. Deontay Johnson, if I had to choose, would probably be it would probably be him because I think he has the most like ability in terms of I think he's the best route runner out of the group. 
And I think he, he's probably the fastest in terms of being able to take the top off the defense. So you have the long ball uh, threat with him the there. He also got targets last year. So I like Deontay Johnson, but he just seems to not be able to put it together for whatever reason, uh, to be a consistent and viable uh, receiver threat. It's just whenever you get to that range of receivers, you're really just guessing at that point, To be, uh, in my opinion, because uh, receivers are a dime a dozen. We, we've found that out to be unless and, you're – And they, you don't always want to take the crowded wide receiver room. Like, it, do, do we have any love for Chase Claypool, Ron? Justin? No, I mean, it, it's – I mean, this isn't the same situation, but it kind of reminds me of the Cowboys situation when you have Cooper and then you got Lamb, uh, then you have you know, Gallup. I mean, it's maybe – you know, it's not exactly the same, but what happened to Zeke's production when you had Dak with those three, you know, three guys? It's like you want to see Dak throw the ball downfield, and you want to see these receivers, and and Zeke kind of took a little backseat with the same situation, a banged up offensive line. Um, so fantasy value, as far as the receivers go, I, I, I don't, I'm just staying away. I'm, I'm staying away from the Pittsburgh receivers. Uh, they did have issues with drops last year. Um, you know, so, I mean, you can't even count on that to say, okay, I'm going to take this guy because he's an automatic, you know, catch at least. And they were, you know, uh, uh, worrying about a lot of drops. And I think Big Ben said something one of the weeks, you know, he was like, hey, man, I'm putting the ball out there. If these guys can't make the catch, you know, and we saw that with Claypool a lot. And there were touchdowns, you know, it wasn't like he was hitting them on slants. It was dropping dimes that Ben was throwing in the end zone. And Claypool, very touchdown dependent. So, yes. like, for DeAndre Johnson, who we would all, I guess, uh, uh, deem as the best receiver out of the group, but, like, him or Lockett, who are you drafting? Lockett. Lockett. Justin? Let's lock it. Yeah, and for me also, no-brainer Lockett, and they're both going around the same same rounds. Um, I want to stay away from this wide receiver core. I do think that Johnson is the best option just based off of targets. Um, Justin, where are you at? Are you touching any of them? No, the only one I was going to touch would be Harris, but this Robinson record. Najee, okay, I'm not, I'm not with it. So You're like Najee after Harris all this seems... analysis, I'm uh, Justin staying off him after all <laughs> our analysis. <laughs> I guess this kind of like sums up and determines why everybody's down on the Steelers this year, uh, based off the over under. Why we see it so low for a team who's pretty much always been a guaranteed playoff team under Mike yeah. Tomlin. Never been under 500 with Mike Tomlin. I don't yeah. believe. And yeah. Mike Tomlin has been on the hot seat. Do we see if, if they do have that bad of a year, do we see it heat up more? Or is he kind of safe rolling? What's his contract situation like? Uh, I don't know his contract situation, but just to answer your question, I do think if it goes bad, I, I think we can just see a complete overhaul of the team, you know, where a new quarterback, new head coach, just select his guy, depending how bad it goes. Um, yeah, I definitely can see Mike Tomlin on the out. Not saying that he deserves to be on the out, but sometimes oh, yeah, it's, just he does. Of, it's just one of those things. So where, just got, he just where, got an extension. It, okay. He just one just those, got a, so one of those things where you hear the same message over and over. Sometimes it, it just wears on a team. And no matter how good of a coach you are, the team just is become is dead. Like you can't bring him to life anymore. He, he's been known life. to be a pretty good players coach. So obviously he just got an extension, Ron. So he's not going to be out. But if we do have anybody who thinks that maybe Tomlin isn't the guy and you're a Steelers fan, let us know. Ron, what's your take on Tomlin? My final, well, one, he tripped the guy on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always going to go back to that. I'm always going to go back to that. Look, Kobe Tomlin. I mean, a lot of people are going to consider that G and give us some because <laughs> you know they are. <laughs> Not everybody Look, can pull that shit off. This is my final take on the Steelers. If we're going to, you know, just 
put a little bow on it. When you go out and you get Dwayne Haskins as your backup quarterback, that's all I got to say about the Steelers this season, bro. Stick a just quoting today. I'm going to be quoting today. I'm going to be quoting the little giants, man, right here. Stick a fork in them. They're done, baby. <laughs> no way to no way to over eight and a half. Take take the under. Take the under. That's a play. And I, I mean, I, it's a it's an eighteen uh, uh, game season this year, so they, 17, they can't even 17. get. The, oh, I'm sorry, seventeen. Yeah, so they they got an extra week. So I mean, and even then, they're under nine. So I, I, I'm right on the fence. I'm at. I'm I'm right on the fence as far as your team total. I do lean towards the under, but I just. I don't know if I want to make it. I don't. I don't feel that that safe about it. Just based off the fact that they've always been to the playoffs, and you just expect better from the Steelers. Uh, I'll, I'll join Ryan them, on the, the bandwagon. I expect them to finish third in the division. Is where I expect them. To yeah, finish. I have them third too. I have them third too, and that's just to say something about where I think the Bengals are going to finish too. So we'll we'll get to that. We're we're moving on. Uh, we like I said, we started at the top. We gave the Steelers their credit for winning the division last year, but get them out of here. Unfortunately, yeah, you got to get them out of here. And you got you to move on. You got to move on. So, if you're Steelers fans, I hope you still listen past that part of the podcast <laughs> and you didn't turn it off already, because we are going to talk lie. about we are we going to talk about your rival. We yeah, were we're, we're about to talk about your rival, a team that we're a lot higher on. I, I would all say is uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, they were second place in the division last year. Uh, they finished eleven and five. They were five and three at home, six and two on the road, four and two against the division, and they ended up losing in the divisional round against the Bills. They finally won that playoff game. They beat the Titans, uh, but they ended up losing to the Bills, three to seventeen. Couldn't muster a score. Uh, the Bills played a great game, um, but to to cap off their season, they finished it on a five-game win streak, six if you include that divisional round. It was looking a little sketchy for them at one point. So they finished on a five-game win streak. They were six and five, mm-hmm. and they, they turned their season around. Credit to them. Uh, yeah. ma- made it all the way to that divisional round. And like I said, Lamar Jackson finally won that playoff game. Six games decided by a touchdown. You're going to be surprised here. They were two and four in those games. Um, I think the big storyline for the Ravens this year is, you know, can they take that next leap? Can they, you know, make it to the Super Bowl? Can they get to the AFC Championship game, challenge the Chiefs, challenge the Bills a little bit better than they did last year? And I think Vegas sees a path for them to at least be in that, uh, be in that play at the end of the year because they have them plus 900 to win the AFC Championship, plus 1,600 to win the Super Bowl. They're the favorites to win the AFC North slightly at plus 135. Wow. And their over-under is over 10.5. To make little, playoffs, minus three hundred. Minus three hundred. That's pretty to steep. The like they're they're expected to be there. Yeah, that's pretty high. I, I think the one and two seed in this division gets you mm. a playoff spot. So minus three hundred, and if you're a believer in Lamar Jackson, he's plus sixteen hundred to win the MVP. That's pretty decent odds. That's around uh, the the back end of the top ten. If, if you're talking about just guys who have a chance to win it all, so if you like Lamar Jackson, you take him there. Um, their offseason was a little quiet. They added Sammy Watkins to that receiver group that I think we all agree is a little bit of a weakness. Uh, they al- yeah. added Alejandro Villanueva. Uh, they added a receiver in the draft. They drafted Rashad Bateman, uh, the receiver out of Minnesota. A big guy, can go up and get it. Uh, it's not really mm-hmm. a burner. Um, they drafted a lot of defense, as they usually do. 
They do lose a lot on defense, though. They lost Matt Jadon to the, the Patriots, a good edge rusher. They lost Yannick Nagakwe. I cannot Nagakwe. pronounce that. Nagakwe. There you go. Thank you, Justin. Edge to the Raiders. Thank God for Justin. Uh, the Mark Ingram era is over. Uh, he moves on to the Texans, Ben's old favorite team. Oh, and, that's uh, old news, Roland. Oh, and uh, Matt Skira. That's the last time me and the Texans the will be using a center together. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was their 2021 offseason, kind of quiet. Uh, maybe they didn't do do enough for some of you guys who expected them to beef up that wide receiver core. Uh, but their 2021 season, to me, looks pretty good. They're number two on the strength of schedule. Again, I think that's because the AFC North is slotted with the AFC West and the NFC North, two teams or two divisions that are pretty good. But I have them looking pretty good this year. Before I get into my record, uh, what, what do you guys think about the Ravens this year? Do, do you buy into that storyline of them make taking that next leap? Is, are you buying or selling that? Do, do, do we believe Lamar will become a passer? Do we believe he'll evolve into a better passer this year? I think is what it comes down to, to be honest. Because like you said, 17-3, to Bills and Ravens in that playoff game, Pretty much just contained Lamar. The Ravens had to go for it on a couple fourth and longs, and they didn't get it because he couldn't really pass. So will he? Uh, is Des Bryant still on the team? Because they were He's rolling not. out. They were rolling <laughs> out. They were rolling out Des Bryant in the playoffs, man. Yeah, uh, he can still do it if you follow him on Instagram. He's still working. <laughs> he's still work. Hey, Roland, Roland still throws up the X every night before he goes to bed, baby. All, All right, time, so baby. but. Listen, Roland, I'm very optimistic on the Ravens like you are, just based on their run game. Their run game has been the top run game in the NFL um, over the last couple of years since getting – we're not talking about the GOAT. We're talking about the Lama, like Diego calls him, Lama. <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson, and you got J.K. Dobbins in the backfield. You got Gus Edwards. You got Mark Andrews at tight end. They have Hollywood Brown who, you know – Shit the bed for a lot of people last year. He had pretty high expectations being the Ravens number one. Drops. And they weren't always the best passes either, Roland, to be honest. But like you said, that strength of schedule, the, the back end of their schedule, they just have that Cincinnati game sprinkled in there. We have them splitting with Pittsburgh. Thank God that the final game is in Baltimore. It's not in Pittsburgh. So, But, you know, the, the Rams and Pittsburgh back-to-back -to, -back to end the season, that could be tough. I, I like them to make the playoffs. I think that they're up there to win the division with another team that we're going to get into right after this. Um, but I'm, I'm optimistic about the Ravens, not so much the passing game. I think Lamar Jackson, based on his legs and, you know, his playmaking ability, I, I don't like the MVP, uh, him to win MVP. He already did it, but – I like the I like the Ravens to get 12, 13 wins this year. And Lamar Jackson did come down with COVID. Just a little side note. He didn't know that. positive for COVID yeah. today. Well, when you're at the park, you know, running goal routes on kids in sandals. He's for the people. He's for the people, man. He's for the people. Ron, what do you got on the Ravens? Uh, just I don't see a lot of regression, but I don't see a lot of progression either. It, it, to me, they're just the same old Ravens. They're going to make the playoffs. Uh, I have them – uh, over 10 and a half, uh, 11 for sure, maybe 12. I don't know, as high as 13 or 14 wins um, because they did hit that rough patch in the middle of the season last year. And just like you said, the way the Bills just locked down Lamar and uh, that's pretty much the blueprint on how to beat them. J.K. Dobbins is still young. Like Roland mentioned, their wide receivers, they don't have that 
you know, that go-to guy or that, you know, that group of receivers either. It's all dependent on Lamar, right. but their, their, their defense is strong enough. They're very well coached. I've always been a Harbaugh fan, the Baltimore Harbaugh. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I like him. I think, I think he's a smart coach. He finds ways. Uh, Roland said they were two and four last year uh, in games less than seven points, something like that. So uh, I, those games could have gone either way, three and three or four and two the other way. I do have them over 10 and a half wins, um, very high in the division as well. So, I mean, they would have to lose, what, six, six games for this for this not to cash? No, um, they have to lose seven. Or, for I'm sorry, seven. seven. Yeah, seven. I, I don't see them losing seven games, nah. um, you know, especially with teams like Detroit, that's, that's Denver. Detroit at the beginning, yeah, Ron, yeah, about it. yeah. Oh, shit. And they have that good four-game streak of uh, all home games that I like there in the yes. beginning, too. Baltimore is a very tough place to play at. It's cold. Nobody really likes to go there, especially in the winter, but they're used to it. I mean, you got Vegas, Detroit, Denver, Indy, and Los Angeles in and the first – Yeah, and Cincinnati in the, at the at, at the beginning. I mean, <laughs> they could – they're not going to run through them all. I, obviously, I have them losing to Kansas City, but you could see a possible 5-1 and one or a very strong 4-2 and two yep. start to the season before right. they hit their bye. Uh, and then even at the end, I mean, they have – uh, they go to Miami. They go to Chicago. Those are winnable games. Um, I mean, they do have Green Bay late, uh, but then they have Pittsburgh as their last game. So even if they're sitting at 10 wins going into the last week, I'm not high on Pittsburgh. So maybe they can get their 11th win and you hit your bet the very last week. And, and the, the thing that I like about this schedule and the reason why I'm confident in betting the over is because they do have some toss-up games that I gave to them when I was breaking it down. But their big games, for the most part, are all at home. They get the Chiefs at home. They get Green Bay at home. They get the Chargers at the uh, yeah the Los Angeles Rams at home. Excuse me. Um, and they get uh, the Steelers at home to end the the season. Yeah. And they get the Colts at home too in the beginning of the season. So True. a lot of their tough games, they get them at home. And I think that's going to swing some of those toss up games to them. Um, I see them starting that out out of the seven games going into the bye week. Uh, ben and I were talking about it earlier. I see them going six and one. In that first, uh, in that first seven games, best case scenario, worst case games. five and two. Five and the two, away yeah. games are came yeah. at Denver, yeah. at Detroit, at Vegas, like at, at, at Miami, at Chicago, and they're not going to drop all three of the the Chiefs, Colts, and Chargers games. What you would no. argue is their toughest game in that. They're not dropping all three. They would. They're probably going to win two out of those three games. I'd say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like I like this total. It, it comes lot. down to how, how do you have them? In, yeah, so do I. But how do you have them in the division? Like Roland, me and you said we have them splitting with the Steelers. Do we have them splitting with the Browns? I have them splitting with the Browns too. Ron, I know just, you have you like the Browns. A I lot. like the Browns defense. I like the Browns defense a lot. I don't have them splitting with the Steelers. I'll tell you that. You got them beating the Steelers twice. I think so. Yeah. Um splitting with the who you say Browns? Browns. Mm, I could see a very close game at Baltimore, so I, I would I would lean a split. Uh, Baker ain't beating Lamar. Relax. I also don't think to answer your question, Ben, at the, the beginning when you opened up your your talk on the Ravens, I don't think Lamar Jackson necessarily has to develop into like a special passer. I, I don't think that's ever going to be in his cards. Well, I, I not think to win the season win total, no, role, but no, to win yeah, the yeah. Super Bowl, the he, Super has Bowl to. Yeah. he has. Yeah, I mean we've seen. 
worst guys oh. get to the Super Bowl as a quarterback. It's not with J.K. Dobbins at running back. Allah. And I mean, Allah. we saw Peyton Manning at the end yeah, of his Peyton career Manning. get into the into the Super Allah. Bowl. Carson was, Wentz. Yeah, we, we seen some uh, uh, bad Nick guys Bowles. into the into the Super Bowl. I, I can see Lamar Jackson m- maybe making some tries. And then also, I want to say, they didn't have an offseason last year. Lamar Jackson didn't get to work on his game a lot in the offseason and get acquainted uh, with his offensive coordinator because of COVID. So giving him a full offseason, I'm going to say Lamar Jackson does make some strides, but I'm not saying that he has to turn into a, a dimer uh, to win a Super Bowl. He doesn't have to turn into Mahomes? Nah, nah. What What do you think, Justin? Where do you have the, the yeah, season total? Justin. Let us know, Justin. Uh, no, Justin. Speed, how boy? Good, how good does Lamar have to get passing, Justin? Does he have to be Dak-level passing to get a title? <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even nah, saying Mahomes. He doesn't have to be that good. He doesn't have to I'm be that good. I'm saying Dak. Like, he's got to be better, bro. So – I agree with Ben. Lamar does have to get better at passing. He just has to, yes, to be better. He... Now, for this over-under total, what Lamar is right now, I think he gets him over. I got him at 11 wins. I also got mm, the Ravens yeah. winning the division. I also, agree with Ron. I also agree with Ron saying they didn't regress, but they didn't progress that much. Yeah, that's quite offseason. Yeah. Ravens wide receivers got some burners out there. You got um, Marquise. Marquise, and you got Devin Duvernay. And you have what I Texas perceive guy. to hey, be Texas a solid guy. back and and uh, what's his name Dobbins, but I don't see them making noise in the playoffs unless Lamar improves in the offseason with his passing. So, and as we all know, he's running hot routes in a basketball court on the street and not really working <laughs> on that passing. So I don't let, know. Let, let me ask you: Do you still have um, the Ravens as the third best team in the AFC? You still do you go Chiefs, Bills, and then Ravens, or do you have another? Order, Justin. You know, I haven't really thought that out just because I'm not sure where I want to put the Chargers yet. Okay. Oh, okay. The, Lo- the Los Angeles Chargers with Justin Herbert. Hey, yeah. I mean, Justin. you saw what okay. they did last season. I think they're going to improve. Eating the hype, baby. Okay. Eating the hype. All right. So, <laughs> so let me think that out. I, I can give you that assessment after we've done all the divisions at least. But, you know, uh, Lamar, uh, for the most part, he's been a stud fantasy wise. I put the like Colts him? over the Ravens. Oh, you have Colts over the Ravens? Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, the Titans. I put the Titans, Titans over the Ravens. Okay, yeah, I, I put the, the Browns in front of both of those teams, man. I'm I'm heavy on the Browns. Let's man. get uh, right. well, let's let before we get to the Browns. Let's all right, all right. Let's start. Before I take off, before yeah. I take off my helmet and swing it at Kyle where, Rudolph. Where we uh, <laughs> where, where, where 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 can we put in this uh, this Mason season total bet? Mason, I know when I say Kyle, I was like, "That's wrong." Hey, hey Ron, you, <laughs> Ron, what's on what's on your shirt, man? Can where can we uh where can we put this? Where can this we get over this under over ten and a half? Ten and a half for the Ravens. At it's an it's an official merch drop. Oh, I it's, a, it's a a Nelk voice. Nah, I know you don't like the Nelk voice. <laughs> July 29th, merch drop. We talking about sports bet king online. Here it is, the first official collab tee. All right, and we've been talking about we've been talking about sports, and we got uh, you know obviously we're big, you know we like to dabble in the little you know wagering uh, a little bit here and there. So uh, go to we talking about sports. That's the code, right? But you got to bet King online, Twitter, simple steps, guys. 
Go to Bed King Online on Twitter. I know everybody has a Twitter. I know everybody's out there with their Twitter fingers and all. Even if it's a burner, even if it's a burner. Yeah, the burner. Go to Bed King Online. That's all you have to do. And there's a promo there. It's I I can't give away too many details because it's such a good promo. All right, just go to Bed King Online on Twitter. But you have to use WTBS. That's it right there. WTBS. That's the promo code. Um, go there. It's 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 a cool place. We all follow them as well. So if if you follow, we talking about sports uh, on Twitter. You know, we're linked to them, so so we communicate a lot. So that there, there's just a lot of good information there, man. So go to We Talking About Sports on Twitter. Obviously, Bet King Online. Uh, there's a great promo going on, and you're going to want to get started now. Don't wait till football season starts. Don't be like, well, football season's not started yet. No, nah, just go now. That way you can kind of try it out. Bets. You can still exactly. put season total bets right now. Yes, if you don't now, have any questions, yeah. hit any one of us, and we'll get you set up and yeah. ready to go. Yeah, man, because these bets, if somebody gets hurt or somebody gets, you know, whatever the case is, you're going to want to put in those bets now. Or if you just want to get used to the site, you know, figure out how to do parlays, figure out how to do this, figure out how to do that, you know, how to deposit, how to cash out like everybody does. Uh, Get used to the site. We're very close to the football season. So get started, man. Check them out. Banking online. Promo code, we talking about sports. And like Justin and Roland and Ben said, we're here, bro. If y'all have any questions, just hit us up. So we're going to make that official. I know last podcast when we were talking about the NFC West, we made the Rams over official. Their number yeah. was what? Was it 10 and a half ten or was it 11? 10.5 as well. So 10.5 seems to be the sweet number this year. Before it would be 10 with the yeah. 16 games. Now with the 17, they added the hook. But, I mean, like, they, like Ron and, and Justin said, they didn't get better. They didn't get worse. But they're consistent. They run the ball. It's going to be time of possession with them, leading me into fantasy talk. The Ravens had the least amount of possessions last year, and they had the slowest pace last year. So how do you all feel about the Ravens fantasy-wise? Anybody that you all are looking to get? I mean, obviously, Lamar is the highlight of that, but you're going to have to draft it. I know last year I took him in the second round, and he shit the bed for the most part of the year. If you traded for him midseason, yeah. Yeah, well, if you traded for him midseason and had him in the playoffs, but if you drafted him, you weren't winning with him at quarterback. Yeah, QB, um, QB number four overall. How do you how do y'all feel about Lamar? Um, I'd take him. I'd still draft him. He's QB number four right now. Uh, Where though? Number thirty eight. So number thirty eight, probably back end of the third round, top yeah. of the fourth is what it's slotted at. Yep. So third quarterback off the board. Yeah, I'd t- take him in the fourth. Um, if it's him or Kyler Murray, I'd probably make that decision there, depending on what my team's looking like. But other than that, you know, I'm not really looking at the the Ravens. Maybe Mark Andrews, but I don't know if he can keep up the the pace that, that he's on. But he seems to be Lamar's favorite target and the most reliable guy. So those are probably two guys I'm targeting. And J.K. Dobbins, I like J.K. Dobbins. I think he's gonna uh, have his first full year as a the guy. So I, I like him back this time. Well, he yeah. probably might split with Gus Edwards, but he got COVID too. So oh, yeah. you know. Oh, shit. He, there, he was running, he was running uh, uh, routes with, with Lamar. That's, that's the Dr. Saucy in him, good. Got to throw it out there every now and again. Ron, anybody you want to touch here? Are you touching Dobbins? Are you touching Lamar? I don't I don't think I'm touching them because uh, you kind of just have to rely on Lamar's uh, scrambling ability. You, you know, he, he's not that passer. I mean, yes, he has his games, but – 
I, I, yes, you want your quarterback like a Russell Wilson, like a Murray, who's going to scramble, who's going to get rushing touchdowns for you. But if if you're dependent on that, then I would just pass. I'm not going to waste a third or fourth round pick where he's projected on going on him. I learned last year when I took Watson super early, uh, and he was like trash for me too, man. So I learned my lesson. Me as just as a personal, uh, you know, pick or play or whatever you want to call it, I'm not taking a quarterback earlier than you know maybe the fifth round this year. And if Jackson's gone, he's gone. All right, Justin. J.K. Dobbins or Najee Harris? Damn. <laughs> Najee. Najee? Yeah. Just based on the fact that he's not splitting, is it, are you looking to get Dobbins? RB2? PPR. Yeah, I think and, I had him even last season, but I'll, I'll try to get Najee over Dobbins first. Last year, a lot of people drafted Dobbins and had to play the waiting game and just got impatient because he never got his shot until about week nine, week ten. Ended up dropping him, so you were able to pick him off, off the waiver wire. But he did show the flashes, and, I mean, he was a baller at Ohio State. You know, the guy can get it done. It's just the fact that he's got to compete with Lamar. He's got to compete with Gus Edwards. And then, you know, Mark Andrews is a, is a goal line and red zone monster. Yes, so it gets tricky. I do like Dobbins. I prefer Najee Harris over Dobbins. But I wouldn't mind J.K. Dobbins in the fifth fifth round as, a, as you know, a, a RB2. Yeah. Okay. Does 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 Lamar take a lot of those uh, carries away though from the running backs being oh, yeah. a mobile uh, a mobile quarterback? Of course, I think he does. I, I mean, I he's going to have over. Yeah. Um, so so I mean, I don't know. Rushes. Yeah. So I mean, Dobbins. I mean, you're already saying he's going to split with Edwards. Lamar's going to maybe take some of his, you know, goal line carries away too. You know, a little read option kind of stuff. So uh, if if Dobbins falls to me later than the fifth or sixth, which he probably won't, uh, I'm not really messing with any Ravens. Yeah, Lamar. Uh, really to answer your question, Lamar led the team in rush attempts last year. He had a hundred nine. Dobbins didn't get to play until later. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just saying it. He's Lamar's going to take uh, rushes from the running backs. No, he yeah, has yeah. built-in runs a lot of the time, too, because he's dangerous be the, at running the ball. Who will be the Ravens' leading rusher this year? Lamar Jackson. I, I think it'll be J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> side bet. I think I like, it'll be J.K. Dobbins. I like Lamar side Jackson. Bet, yeah. Little side bet. Shots. Little side bet, Roland. We'll All figure right. it out. We'll figure it out. It, actually, it was close, though, Ben. It was close. I my, I'm not going to back out now because I had a strong well, conviction better, with Lamar you Jackson. You better not but, back out. No, nah, nah, I had strong Whoa. conviction. I can back out. I'm not going to. Uh, this is a recorded podcast. You will podcast. lose, Roland. This, this is, is a recorded podcast. But, this is, this is my uh, revenge. It was, for, it was pretty close. Yeah. This is my revenge for Justin Rose against the hey, field. Hey, that you up for Justin Rose. <laughs> no, I know. You did it on your own. I'll pay up tonight. I'll pay up tonight. Once we get to the Bengals, I'm going to be throwing them back. Don't worry. Right. All right, I like that. I like a little side bet whenever so, we can get one going. So we're, like we'll that. put that on the board, me and Roland, leading rusher for the Ravens. I got Dobbins. He's got Lamar. We'll figure it out later. But yeah. nobody's touching am the wire the, Am I the only one drafting yeah. Lamar if he's there? I, I'm out on Lamar. I was like, shit. Not, 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 yeah, if he's All right. third or fourth round pick, you are. But before we finish with the Ravens, don't forget the little arrows there and the little We Talking About Sports logo is there. So for this episode, it's the We Talking About Sports consensus consensus, consensus play over 10 and a half Ravens. And you can put in that play at Bet King Online promo code We Talking About Sports, yes, man. Boom. We're there not touching any of the receivers. We're not touching any of the receivers. Ron, Ron is our official ad man now. He doesn't work for anybody else. He, he's on the podcast. So uh, you guys. Cool send. Well, one last question, guys. 
Full one send. Last, one last <laughs> fantasy question about Mark Andrews. Are you taking Mark Andrews or Camara for the Falcons that just got drafted? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts or Mark Andrews? Who are you taking? Uh, give me some Mark Andrews because I still think he's the favorite target of Lamar. I know where Ron's going. Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Justin. Uh, Mark Andrews just because it's proven. I'm going to go with Mark Andrews too. Uh, oh so we'll end it on the Ravens on that. Ron, you're into that rookie hype. You're a hype beast. No, I'm not. It's, Dude, it's, have you, it's have you seen Pitts? Have you yeah. seen Pitts play? The guy's I a saw, freak, bro. Saw him in college. I saw him in college. He's a, now he's a, he's a Darren Waller. Uh, is it? Is it that? Is that the guy from the? Yeah. Yeah. The there Raiders, you go. For the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. For the Raiders. You see. All right. All right. Expect well, those it. type of numbers from Pitts. All right. That's it, man. We're gonna get into the rivals right now. All right. Well, we're moving on to third place. We just got done with the Ravens, who <laughs> we're all pretty high on here on the podcast. Ended up making that our official NFC or AFC North bet. Of, took their over ten and a half. But moving on to the Browns, they finished third place. Um, Surprised a lot of people. You know, they've looked good on paper, I'd say, for the last two, three years. But I think this is the year that they finally kind of put it together. Went 11 and 5, 6 and 2 at home at the dog pound, 5 and 3 on the road, 4 and 2 against the division, fared pretty well against their rivals. Ended up bowing out in the divisional round against the Chiefs. Um, little stat here they haven't won the AOC North since 1989. Could, that be, could this be the year that it changes? Uh, nine games decided by a touchdown or less. Seven and two in those games. So they, they've won the close games. A big storyline for them this year probably is Baker, that guy, com- coming into a contract year. You know, when he's going to get that big extension, is he is he going to be one of those guys that resets the market for the quarterbacks? That's what they're talking about. Will the defense live up to the hype? We're going to get into their additions, but they've had some big name um, additions in the, this offseason. It's, it's kind of affecting where Vegas sees them. I know we just talked about the Ravens having plus 900 odds to win the championship, uh, the AFC championship, rather. Uh, the Browns coming at plus 700 uh, to win the Super Bowl. They're also shorter odds than the, the Ravens at plus 1,400. Um, they're odds to win the AFC North. Plus 140, so they're right there with the Ravens. They're a little bit shorter. I don't know how that makes sense, but they are fi- second place in the division right now in terms of those odds. Uh, they're over under at 10.5, juice to minus 130. And if you're a Baker guy, uh, grab his MVP odds, plus 2,200. Don't grab uh, House. House call. Hey, we bet, well, Ron might have a little individual bet here once we once we get to talking, but uh, they did do some work in the offseason. Uh, Jadavion Clowney. Their big addition, um, edge rusher, uh, moves over from the Titans. Is that correct? Um, they signed to Karis McKinley, Malik Jackson, beefing up that defensive line. Uh, they got Troy Hill, a good addition at cornerback. They signed John Johnson, a great safety. I believe he comes over from the Rams, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Anthony Walker, linebacker. And they went heavy on defense um, in the draft, um, highlighted by drafting another corner, Greg Newsom, that corner out of uh, Northwestern. Uh, pretty good pick. Uh, their departures, oh, yeah. not, not, too, not too crazy. Sheldon Richardson leaves to the Vikings. Olivier Vernon, a big edge rusher for them. Uh, he's an undrafted or an unrestricted free agent right now. He leaves. Kevin Johnson, the corner, leaves. And they also lose uh, Adrian Claiborne, an edge rusher. Um, and Larry Ojanubi, another edge rusher, goes over to the Bengals. Uh, their strength of schedule is top 10. They're at number nine. 
Um, what do you guys like about the Browns this year? Do you, do you think this is another year um, that the Browns, you know, prove everybody wrong and show that they're here to stay? Do we see OBJ possibly ruin some growth of uh, Baker Mayfield? Or um, do we have the Browns winning the AFC North? Ron, I think you're pretty high on the Browns. I think you like them the most here. Why don't you lead us off? Dollar, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. This is the team right here. I, I think out of the whole division, they they get the most wins. Uh, to be completely honest, I, I, I have them easily at 12. Um, nothing less than 12. They continue the momentum from last year. Baker stepping it up. They, they as far as the offseason, they got rid of the trash and they got all these newer, you know, studs. Uh, in my opinion, their strength of schedule, trash. their strength of schedule is is still number nine. But I mean, I they to me they have a lot of walks this year, man. I mean, they got Houston, they got Chicago early. Um, I have them beating Cincinnati both times. I have them beating Pittsburgh both times. So that's already four wins just in the division alone, uh, which leads to the prop of them winning the division. Um, so I think that's a play. Uh, they play Pittsburgh late, Cincinnati late, Detroit, New England. Uh, so I, I easily, easily see them hitting the over-under. And it's the same over-under as Baltimore. So, of course, I'm going to take the over 10.5. Uh, Baker does well. I'm going to sprinkle on him to win the MVP. Uh, terrible. With- terrible. <laughs> okay, so hey, let, I'm glad you said that, Plus 2,200. I mean, why not take the shot? I'm glad you said that, Ron. Similar to the Lamar Jackson. How much is a sprinkle? Like 20 bucks. I'm sure we spend 20 bucks worse uh, ways, you know? No, no, this, well, is you know this is the worst way to spend nah, this, 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 this is another, a, hey, this isn't a rated R show, yeah, Justin. Much like the Lamar Jackson question of, you know, whether or not he needs to take the next step. Do you think Baker needs to take another step, or do you think more of what he did last year, managing the game, letting the running backs take over, a lot of play action, do you think that's the path to victory, or do you think they need he needs to further develop to, to win a Super Bowl? He needs to further develop a little bit, yes. But sometimes less is more, Roland. And I, like I think that. that's I like that. I, and I think that's a situation because he wanted being being the big guy out of OU, you know, putting the flag in the middle of the field, being like little Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel esque. Uh, you know, I think last year he finally said, you know what, I'm gonna be more professional this year. I'm gonna uh, I, I want everybody to win, just like you said. The running backs did well, and I think as a team, they finally meshed well together. Uh, they, they, you know, they, they uh, went very late in the season, so I think that just that just continues to roll. I mean, if Miles Garrett doesn't have that melee with you know Rudolph, and he doesn't mm-hmm. get you know out, uh, uh, you know, uh, suspended or whatever it was, uh, I, I think they do even better, and they carry that momentum into the AFC Championship, possibly. You know, not the Super Bowl because you know the Chiefs are just dang. You might have to crazy get a Browns jersey this year. I might see you walking around with a Baker jersey. Over under, over under uh, the fifth game of the season, Iran comes in with a Baker jersey. I, I, I have it. I have it at the the under. If they start off pretty good here. Four no. They if they beat Kansas City, he's cut. He's getting a, a Baker jersey. I don't oh, know why. I'm, the one, I'm getting it tatted. I don't know why I'm the one barking. This one should be barking. <laughs> Dude, I'm just I'm just super high on the Browns this year. I, I've been barking, but the barking ends at Baker Mayfield to win MVP. Fam, like just go get yourself, you know, a Chick Fil A, bro. No mames. What does that away. What does that pay out? But what does that pay out? Plus, Plus twenty two hundred. You put a hundred, you get two thousand. No, but tw- that, yeah. twenty bucks gives you like four bills. Yeah, four bills. Yeah, yeah. Good. Close to five. Why not? Fuck it. 
because it's not going to happen, fam. Like, I agree they have the best offense in the division, and he can just game manage based off the backfield that they have, the receiving core that they have. You just can't. It's kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo's situation. But he's, just, I think he's better than Jimmy. No, he's man. Than but, yeah. Ronan, the, the thing that I'm saying is make those two to five yeah, throws yeah. in the no, game. I agree. I agree. Make I those agree. two to five throws, and you're going to win with your defense, with your run game. And, bro, you have Jarvis Landry. You have OBJ. Does OBJ coming back concern you, or do you think that's a plus? Yes. OBJ has been off my fantasy football draft list. It's a concern. Well, not for, not for, for three fantasy. years now. Not for, for fantasy. Not for fantasy, but for Baker, because there's that talk about as soon as as soon as OBJ went down, I'm I'm sad that it went to injury or because of mm-hmm. injury, uh, but as soon as he went down, Baker started playing better. Browns so, got uh, better. You're yeah, not the team was better. Maybe maybe Baker felt a little more alpha ish without OBJ on the field, uh, because if OBJ was on the field, he probably would be the alpha. But I mean, he's the best receiver on in that group, so they're only going to be better with him. It's just I think it comes down to is if OBJ buys in. Uh, okay. I think he I think he's at that point in his career, he and he, and the average draft position says it as well. OBJ is going you know sixth seventh round. OBJ was first second round guy you know numerous years in a row. So he kind of like Carmelo Anthony ish almost rolling, just not quite there. But he kind of so just Carmelo has Carmelo has the numbers. The OBJ no, but numbers he, have he, he but he's got to settle into that role yeah. and 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 yes, like yes, yes, accept it, accept yeah. it. You know what I mean? You're yeah. you're not box office anymore, Odell. You're not box <laughs> it's, office. That's true. He's not, and I don't think that's the route to victory for the the Browns. They don't need him to be box office. I think they need him to get those big chunk plays. He's still mm-hmm. capable of taking a slant. Like seventy yards, you know. You oh. saw him. I saw him rip up the Cowboys this past year. It was sad. Um, I, I had to watch that. But that Justin, Justin, do, do you like the the Browns to win the division this year? Uh, no, I know I you want the to. Ravens winning the division. Okay, I'm sorry, I have them I'm sorry. one game under the Ravens with ten okay. wins, ten and seven. They split with the Ravens, um, being at ten seven. They do make that wild card game. I do like the additions of Jadavian Clowney and Takaris McKinley on the edge. Because now you have uh, a serious edge rush on the other side of Miles Garrett, something to really work yeah, with. Good point. Good point. Um, although I think on offense, as we have been talking with Odell, I think that's somewhat of a holding them back. I think there's some value still with him, not a lot, but some where you can get a okay. trade and get some additions. I think they should look at something like that because I think as we He's- saw last season, until he went down. Is when they really flourish. He's got to he's got to show something coming off injury to get any type of trade value. So, t- but there's of, value on him, Ben. You can't say there's no value on not, him. Not coming off this injury, no, no, no. not. There's value. Yes, there I is. Mean, there's no value on OBJ. The, the, the with, with, the before, the injury, with the drama and the injury, I'm, you're probably going to only you're saying be able no to team's like going to offer third, something for Odell. Maybe oh, third they'll, they'll offer you. Uh, they'll third offer you a fifth or sixth. Yeah. Nah, I mean, maybe I'm being nice. I'd say third or fourth. But Justin, speaking of contracts and you know trading people, uh, would you would you break the bank for Baker this, this upcoming year? I mean, here's the thing. You're the Browns. You've gone through how many quarterbacks in the last what 10 years? You, ten? you finally have something. <laughs> yeah, might, might it be 10. You finally have something that looks decent enough. And you made the playoffs first time since what? I don't know, 89, you said, or something like that? Uh, they haven't won the division since 89, and you don't think yeah, they're going to so win it again. going to go longer. Baker keeps you in contention at least to make that playoffs. You, I mean, you you pay the man what he wants, I think. 
He's right, not, to keep it going, right? I agree I with that. I don't know about breaking the bank, but I do think that you need to extend them and keep them keep them yeah, alone yeah. just for Ron, the simple fact that you have that jersey. Yeah. Ron, Ron, I don't know about paying him what he wants. You do have to pay him, but but he's not gonna he's not gonna reset the market like every quarterback oh, usually no, does. No, no, no. no, but that's what quarterbacks usually do. That's what they do. That's what they do. That's what they you're you're not gonna see, obviously you're not gonna see Mahomes money. You're not gonna see Dak money. You know, but you're still gonna pay the guy a good chunk of change because just like yeah. uh, just like Justin uh, alluded to is if everybody's like who's the next who's the guy who's gonna get us over the hump who's gonna get us over the hill who's gonna take us there and Baker did that for you whether he regressed last year as you know this gunslinger mentality he did his job he did what he was supposed to do he threw less picks he managed the game well and isn't that what you want your 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 running back stepped up huge everybody's sleeping on you know how Chubb just you know tore it the hell up and they had that double-headed you know uh, uh yeah running back monster also so uh, going back to the bets to win the AFC North at plus money when Justin has them, you know, maybe a game away. I, I think, and obviously we don't see the Bengals winning it. We don't see the Steelers winning it. The bet here is to win the AFC North at plus one forty. Um, man, that's the bet to me right there. Um, yes, sir. I, I think the division is a toss up. I'm gonna t- run. Sometimes, Talk to me, Ron. Sometimes the juice. Talk to me. Sometimes the juice, Ron. Sometimes the juice is what? It's worth the squeeze, worth, baby. I think I think if you just go Browns to make the playoffs, minus two forty isn't that steep, bro. I I really don't think it's that steep. I, I mean, they're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna make the playoffs. I, I have them I have them at eleven and six. I have them at second place in the division because I, I still do favor the, the Ravens just like Justin, but I do have the Ravens going twelve and five. And I have the the Browns going eleven and six, but I do see what Ron is saying here, especially if you know you believe in the the Browns having the better offense. They have the more balanced attack. I I think they're more likely to have success in the passing game than the Ravens. Um, I think that's really the only thing that gives me some trouble. And then uh, I think it's going to come down to you know weeks twelve and fourteen, those back to back games against the the Ravens. There, you you start, you go to Baltimore, and then and then you get the bye week and you play the. The Ravens and the back end of that, so it's going to be a tough, tough fight for the division. Um, if if you're a believer in the Browns, I do think the best bet for them is to take the AFC North to, to plus one forty. If you're a believer, yeah, but I'm not going to take that. We Browns also added that wide receiver Anthony Schwartz, and I think he's going to fit well in the slot. That dude is a speed. Is that Wait, he's, he's got one of the fastest 40s out of the draft. Is, is that he's the guy that Aaron Rodgers burner. was mad that the Packers cut last year? Cause No, no. He got drafted, <laughs> he got drafted is, this year. What, would you call him a, a sleeper, Justin? Fantasy sleeper? Or is he too far no, out of that range? I, I, I won't label that because I'm not sure how they're going to use him, but that's how I would use him because he's I think he's like 5'9". Hey, but this team's going to have some good fantasy options, hey, though. Justin, this team's going to have some good fantasy options. Justin, like my cousin Gene says, bro, they don't even know that guy's name in his own house, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look, talking about – so talking about <laughs> – that's actually really funny. <laughs> he's going to be pretty good. <laughs> Look, you want to talk about a team going 11-0 like the Steelers did, staying in the division – I can see the Browns if they beat Kansas City at you know a, a strong if heavy if 
If they go to Kansas City and win week one, you have Houston, Chicago, Minnesota, Chargers, uh, Cardinals, Denver, yeah, Pittsburgh, yeah, Cincinnati. You, you, then, at, look, after Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, you have New England and then Detroit. I mean, that's a strong one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, you could see a 10 and 1, 11. I mean, you, you could potentially hit this bet like by their, week, by week, by, by the bye week. And I like their, their bye week position. Kyle Monteron. Hey, I'm just speaking. It would okay. have to be 11 and best, 1 at the bye week. Relax, bro. Best, best Relax. wide receiver. Okay, even 11 and 1. I mean, that's that, still getting That's out of the question. Okay, look. That's out of the question. They're not going best. 11 and 1. Best okay guys okay this is this question everybody best receiving core in the division who do you give it to the Browns the Browns uh, the Bengals the Bengals yeah the Bengals I still give it to the Browns running backs I still give it to the Browns running backs deep, for Browns. sure running yeah deep, Browns. defense defense yes on Steelers, you, Browns. you see I mean in all in I all agree. assets they're I mean the in all assets well the they're the most well rounded team. There you I go. I'm telling you where to put the money. Y'all don't want to listen. A, but but just Lamar Baker. <laughs> but Lamar Baker, bro, is just the game changer in Lamar's dual threat ability. You you got to take the Ravens and the coach. Who are you going to take? Harbaugh? Or is it still Freddie Kitchens? No, Who's the in there now? Oh, so fancy. I mean, yeah, he, he, he took him to the promise yeah, line. He took him to the promise line. Yeah, pretty Ron, much. listen, Ron. <laughs> I'm barking, Ron, but the barking stops in the playoffs. Okay, think, well, oh. are you gonna be are you gonna be barking for them in fantasy though, Ben? Uh, let's like talk fantasy football. Listen, last year I was a big believer in Kareem Hunt over Nick Chubb based on ADP. Do I believe that coming into this year? I think if I was to ask y'all who's the best running back in this division, who finished with the best stats running back wise, would we all say Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb. If he's healthy, Nick Chubb. I think so. Yeah. Nick Chubb. And he's going to be splitting with Kareem. They're dedicated to the run game. He's supposed to get A, too. So, so Nick Chubb is going about second round, uh, either early, late second round. He's not He's not seeing third round. He, he's ADP seven uh, wow. as uh, the running back. That's yeah. higher than seven. Nick as, Chubb? As, as, he's the seventh running back off the board. But RB6. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Devontae Adams might be going off the board before he does, and maybe even Kelsey. Um but do, what do you all feel about Nick Chubb? Does Nick Chubb have a you know potential to finish in the top five in the running backs fantasy wise, or is Kareem Hunt gonna just bite into too many of his carries? I I don't think it's the Kareem Hunt um, taking carries from him because I I think he's proven with the um, the output that he's given us these past or at least last year that he's capable of, of being the workhorse. But I just think that he's gonna lose out in the passing game. And I play in PPR leagues. And I don't see Nick Chubb passing or catching too many passes. That's the only thing that worries me. I think he's still going to be the running back one for the Browns. I think he's going to finish as a running back one, meaning top ten, top yeah, 10. top ten, top twelve, yeah, depending yeah. on your league. He's going to finish as a running back one. And you know, if if you're a believer in taking a running back, I would take him in the first round. I mean, he's ADP wow. seven, running back six. Um, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Depending where you're at, I, I mean, I would if you, just depending on your your draft philosophy. I mean, if you still need a running back, because look, the fact of the matter is, running backs are not a dime a dozen. You're not right. going to be able to find a bunch of running backs in the later round. So you got to grab your guy. So if you're a believer in that, yeah. I wouldn't feel bad about taking Nick Chubb in the. The, the problem, the problem for me with drafting Nick Chubb and why I don't want him is how good the defenses are in that division. I don't want to be going up the Cedars. I don't want to be going up the Ravens. 
that's four games already guaranteed. Yeah, maybe the Bengals aren't as good, but then I also got to deal with Kareem Hunt getting his. I'm out on the backfield. Maybe I'll take Kareem Hunt to be a flex option. I'm not even saying Kareem Hunt might be RB2, but I'm saying I'm I'm okay with flexing Kareem Hunt. Um, I'm, I, I'm out on drafting Nick Chump. Okay. Like total? Like at all? Or I just don't want him. I, I mean, I just – I just rather have another guy who is, you know, the guy. Like, I honestly rather wait and draft Gibson from Washington over taking Nick Chubb where I would have to take him in the draft. You know what I mean? Because Gibson's yeah. going to be getting the carries, you know, for, for that team. So, yeah, I don't, gonna be the guy. yeah, I, I would rather take Kareem Hunt later on in the draft to be my flex and take Nick Chubb to be my RB1. I don't want yeah. Nick Chubb as my RB1. Nick Chubb is very uh, goal line. I mean, he's the guy they're going to go to, though, when they're in the red zone. So. He, he is, but they just have too many options, man. Odell, Landry, they always keep a tight end or two on deck, the Browns, and then you got Kareem Hunt, and you got Nick Chubb. There's just too much to go around. To I, I don't want Nick Chubb. Like, I'd rather draft Devontae Adams before I drafted Nick Chubb if I was <laughs> drafting. You know what I mean? Like and I, and usually you go running back before you go receiver, but I mm-hmm. feel like Devonte Adams is the first receiver that should be off the board. I take him before I took Nick Chubb at my RB one. Oh, for sure. So if I was eight, nine, or ten in the draft, instead of taking Nick Chubb as you know the running backs that all obviously go off the board the first five or six top dogs, I would mm-hmm. take Devonte Adams before I took Nick Chubb. To be honest, and it's unconventional to go to receiver. You know, before you go running back for most people. Very true. Damn, just dropping. You're the fantasy guru. Uh, wow, it's just no. It's not necessarily guru. It's just my preference. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. No, that's a very good. I, but, very but good. I mean, it, it, it I makes don't the backfield being shared that much. I'd rather take Kareem Hunt it, in the sixth or seventh. It's you know? all based on your draft philosophy and what you think. And Ben values, uh, especially in PPR leagues, uh, taking Devontae at the back end. And I, and I see the path for that, Ben. I definitely do. When you think about Devontae being the only target for Aaron Rodgers, really, that you can count on from week to week. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. That's a, that's so let's like, get, in, let's get like, into the – go ahead. Robert. Well, just real quick. But like there, when you said you'd rather take Kareem Hunt at six or seven, you're going to take a guy who's already behind – you know, somebody like Chubb, who's only going to probably be in their third down situations, maybe a couple series here and there. Are you going to waste a sixth or seventh round pick on a guy like uh, on, on a guy like Hunt, though? On, on a flex a, option? Yeah, because yeah, he has would. he has a solidified role etched out for him. It's, it's okay. not like, Nick Hunt gets his because let's not, yeah, let's Kareem, not Kareem beat around the bush. He I has mean, Kareem Hunt, I'm sorry. He has his own role. He has his own role. For and sure. he gets right. in the end zone. He gets in the end zone. And he's going right. to be that pass catching back for those half point or even full point PPR leagues. So speaking about PPR, let's get into the wide receiver. Um, Odell, you got Landry. And I'm, I, Higgins, if we want to get deep into the depth chart, but are you all looking at Landry or are you all looking at Odell? Me personally, I'm not going to waste too much time on this. I've been off Odell three years ago. I'm not about to jump back on. I'm, I'm not drafting any Cleveland Browns for wide receivers. I'm I don't like I don't like either of them. But you know, we're we're a podcast here, and we ha- we have to give our our opinion on if we would take one or the other for their ADP. I'd probably go. On their ADP, on, I'd probably go Odell just because I think this is the cheapest that you're ever going to get. What's the ADP? Or the, or the lowest that you're ever going to get them. It's ADP 
Um, Odell's at 73. Jarvis Landry's at 94. That slots in at wide receiver 29 and wide receiver 38. So, I mean, this Beautiful. is, this is so, the lowest so like, that you're, o- Odell you're ever going to get Odell. Tyler Lockett. Odell or Tyler Lockett? Tyler Lockett, Lockett all day. But, yeah, but uh, we're, we're I like Tyler Lockett. I like Tyler Lockett. He's good, and he's been a proven target for Russell Wilson. And, and I think they're going to – the ah, man, I take Russell Wilson over Baker Mayfield. But I'm saying between these guys, if you're going to choose a dude, you need a receiver – I mean, it's a buy low opportunity is all I'm going to say. I, I'd like to talk about buy low, sell high. This is the lowest you're ever going to get Odell Beckham unless he tears his ACL again, knock on wood that he doesn't do that. But this is the lowest you're going to get him. So I would take a flyer if you had to choose a guy. But Before, I would stay away, like Ben said, ultimately from these guys. I don't want anybody to think I'm on the Browns receiver bandwagon. Before I turn it over to Justin here, <laughs> I'm going to retract my previous statement and say, and say I would take – Odell, overlock it. Oh, okay. Just, you know, just just because I just thought you know DK, you know I just thought of DK and I, I don't know I see I see a lot of love for him this year you know from Russ. So and the second point is I love Landry, bro. I'm a Jarvis Landry fantasy guy. He's my he's my guy in fantasy football for wide receiver. You know, wide receiver twos. He's our God. He's dude. He's the guy, man. He's tough. He'll take slants over the middle. He gets into the end zone. Not not a lot, but he's a good security blanket to have. He has good hands. You don't get a lot of drops, you know, from Landry, in my opinion. And you have, you know, everybody paying attention to the run game. You know, they might stack the box. Uh, you have, you know, the safety going with Odell. So that leaves all those routes underneath to go to Landry. And, you know, possibly good yak. And I, I'm... Huge Landry, man. I'm a huge Landry guy. So. Landry, wide receiver, two or flex, Ron? I'd say wide receiver, two, because I like running backs as my flexes. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying there. Because you're going to probably go – I'd say a flex because I wouldn't want him as my wide receiver, two personally. But I, I see what Ron's saying. If you go heavy running back, you, you would look at yeah, Travis Landry. Which I do. Uh, Justin, I'm, I'm curious – uh, we, we've been talking quarterbacks a lot. I know we were just talking receivers. If, do you do you usually uh, punt on quarterbacks? Do, do you like to punt on quarterbacks? Because where I'm going with this is Baker Mayfield's at quarterback 17. Is he even um, draftable? Justin? Would you draft him or is, wow. he a punt, is he a punt candidate? Have you punted the position, meaning you don't draft it at all in your first major picks? Are you looking at Baker in the back end of the draft as your starter? Yeah, no, I wouldn't pick him up in the top three at all. Uh, as far as the Jarvis and OBJ uh, goes for picking that for fantasy, give me Jarvis. Uh, yes, smart sure. man. So, so Baker's not getting drafted, Justin. Not on my team. No. I'm okay. fucking drafting him. Oh well, we know, Ron. You drafted Tony <laughs> Manziel once. once. <laughs> <laughs> we know, Ron. All right, so I think that pretty much wraps it up for the dog pound. Um, I just want to bark one last right. time. Let's hear it, hey, what kind of dog do I sound hey. like? It ain't no fucking chihuahua. I'll tell you. Nah, and y'all, too, nah. bro. And y'all can pay me when the when Cleveland runs away with this division, man. Nah, Ron, Cleveland will make the playoffs, bro. And I, I really don't think that that's that steep. Let's go Ravens. Let's go Ravens. Yeah, yeah let's go Ravens. But you know, we talk bro. about we talk about everybody here. We don't exclude. Right, we we just talked about the the teams that finished in the top three. 
We there's four teams to division. That means we got to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. We got to talk about these guys. They finished last oh. in the division last year. They had some high hopes, I would say. You know, they drafted Joe Burrow. They got their guy. He looked good. I mean, he he had them in some pretty close games, and then uh, his leg kind of blew up. So uh, he's on the mend. Uh, they finished their season four eleven and one. They had a tie. Um, they, they went three and five at home, one and six on the road. Um, I think their four victories were actually all in the division. I, I have them down as four and two in the division. I need to double check that. But uh, they were fourth place That's in the division. Wild, they, they missed the playoffs. They haven't made the playoffs since 2015 uh, when the Red Rocket uh, was Yo, under center. TCU's um, finest. Mm-hmm. Screw uh, him. <laughs> good little stat here. If you're um, a believer in, uh, you know, regression, um, there's also something called, you know, these guys just ending up on the better side of things if it didn't work out for them is they went one, five, and one in uh, games that were decided by seven points or less. So if you move that, remove that tie, they had six games that were decided by a touchdown and they went one in five. So sometimes those games actually end up turning the other way the next year. And a lot of that is because, you know, Joe Burrow had them in some close games uh, down um, in the beginning of the year uh, that they ultimately didn't win. That to me is their main storyline. Where does Burrow come back? Um, are they able to take a little bit of a leap? Um, Zach Taylor, their head coach, has been there a little while. Um, haven't really been able to make any moves. Their odds in Vegas aren't too favorable. I'm not going to spend too much time there because I don't think anybody's going to spend time uh, betting them other than maybe um, their season total over under six and a half uh, minus 135 juice to the over actually. So there's some guys that might think they get to seven seven wins. I can maybe see a path for that. To make the playoffs, though, they're plus 350. If you like uh, Joe Burrow, uh, he's plus 4,500 to win the MVP. That's about the same as it is uh, for them to win uh, the AFC Championship. So that's what it's going to take for them to win the the MVP. Um, And then Jamar Chase, their high-profile draft pick in the first round, a wide receiver teaming up with his old buddy um, out of LSU. He's plus 750 to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. So we got some pretty good rookies in this division between I like that. Uh, Jamar Chase and, and Najee Harris. Uh, they did make some moves in the offseason. They stole Chidobi Awuzi from the Cowboys as a mm-hmm. cornerback. Y'all could uh, have his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got uh, Larry Ojinobi. They took him from the Browns, uh, edge rusher. Um, and then some departures. End of an era, A.J. Green goes over to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gino Atkins. Uh, yeah, he was there for a minute too. Mm-hmm. He's uh, no longer with them. He's currently a free agent. Uh, William Jackson, cornerback. Carl uh, Lawson. He also left to the Jets. Uh, no more. Gio Bernard. Another wow. guy who was there for a while. Uh, another yeah. guy that gave people fantasy That's problems so for years That's and years. Uh, opens up the the stage for uh, John Joe Mixon. Maybe when we get into that the fantasy talk, and then uh, another guy that left. John Ross, another mm. first round pick of theirs. Ah, first speed speed uh, see see hey, if uh, Jamar Chase has better luck. Ron, hey, you could have <sighs> beat me in a race. You ain't touching him. Nah, uh, shut uh, up, fool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of, oh uh, my god. 
Hey, speaking of Gio Bernard, what team were we talking about in last week's segment that uh, needed a running back? We're like, who do they go out and get? Uh, they get like some veteran. Uh, we're talking about like talking about Adrian Peterson possibly signing someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Rams, I think was it? the Rams because the Rams, yeah, because yeah, they lost the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I could see. I mean, that's uh, Gio Bernard's not a bad guy if you're the Rams. He's, he's with the Bucks. He's with the Bucks. Oh, he's already with the Bucks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, he's, hey, he's, he's gonna be getting dump balls from Brady because third and two. Here's a three-yard dump yeah, off. So their 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 schedule not too kind to them. Number six in terms of strengths of schedule. God, um, and they're trash. I have them right on that number, and I'm I think I'm being a little kind here. I have them, mm-hmm. you know, winning some division games, but I have them at six and eleven. Um, that's to the under. Uh, Justin, wh- where do you have these guys? I see your total here, but it's pretty low. It's pretty low. Yeah, look, I got them at a four and thirteen. Here's the deal. I like their additions of Jamar Chase, but this is where they messed up. We know what they need. O-line. Did they they go out and get an O-line? They should have got a sewer, Justin. Did they 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 go out and get an O-line? They did. did. So how can I expect them to be any better? Give me them at 4-13. I'll take the unders. Uh, This is is the weakness of the division. This is the new Browns for a few years until they beef up that O-line. The Bungles. The Bungles. Justin, you know what the fucked up about four and thirteen is? That you go four and thirteen, you have the first or second pick in the draft. Are you gonna go O line with the first or second pick in the draft? Like you have to. You have to at quarterback. Jamar Chase. If you don't do it, you're gonna be the Browns for a lot longer. Shit, if I'm the Bengals and I and I have the record that Justin just said, I'm trading back in the draft, loading up a bid, taking alignment around seven to ten, because at one or two, I'm not taking an offensive lineman. I agree with you though, Justin. I don't expect much from them. I don't expect them to win many games in that division. I mean, is Geno Atkins even on that defense? No, he, I mean, he left. He left. If he's not, I can't name you a fucking player. That was my next point. I don't know so, who's on their defense. Pac-Man Jones, is he still there? Because he's a Texas Longhorn. Pac-Man's That's the reason why good I know he's on there. Who just I think he, is, he is. Shout out Pac-Man. He is doing Joseph Asai. Joseph Asai. from Texas Longhorns. He's over there now. Just got Listen, drafted. The, uh, the Bengals should be in a lot of overs. Hint, hint. Uh, this coming season, I think. I expect Joe Burrow. Listen, me and Roland agreed. That's the best wide receiver core in the NFL. You got uh, Higgins, who they just drafted last year from Clemson. You got uh dude that they just drafted this year with the sixth pick or fifth pick, Chase. And you have Boyd as well. So they're pretty stacked at wide receiver. They have Joe Mixon in the backfield. They have Joe Burrow. Can they keep him standing up? You, you would think Joe Burrow is going to be in the bottom – five uh, O-lines and most sack quarterbacks in the NFL. We saw his ACL get demolished last year uh, with that weak-ass O-line. I expect them to be down and passing a lot, therefore holding some value in their wide receiver core, as we saw them being the best. But Joe Mixon, I'm out. Based on last year, I had him as well. I'm out on Joe Mixon. I expect them to be losing. The O-line's not that good. Like I, like I spoke about Najee Harris. If he's getting met in the backfield, uh, Mixon's going to get met in the backfield as well. Mm-hmm. I don't want Mixon. I'm interested in Boyd. I'm interested in Chase. I'm interested in Higgins. Yeah. Ron, are you drafting Joe Burrow? Are you? He's like borderline 10, 12 quarterback. Oh, yeah. I Yeah. If, if he's he a there. Starter? Is he a fantasy football starter, Joe Burrow? If he's there at 10 or 11, 
Yes, I will. For all the for all the reasons that you just pointed out. They're gonna be down. He's gonna throw the rock. Whether it's dump offs to the to the running back or whether it's you know to that star studded uh, wide receiving core that you just said. But this team well this offense I should say reminds me of my of my boys right there. Oh reminds yeah, me of my, I can see it. Of my hey. of my of my hey, Tony Ron. Romo, but but no, but my Tony Romo boys. I was gonna say a lot of teams that we've talked about today remind you of the Cowboys because they you're do. Taking I, it I, back eras. You're going eras yes, back. Okay. Yes. So Tony Romo and the Cowboys, we all know they had the X. They had everybody under the sun, man. To that Ze- Zeke was eating. They were scoring 30, 35 points a game, but they could not stop the damn. Mission veterans, mission eagle offense. If they want, Stephen Samora was leading them, baby. Hey. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about a, a, a terrible defense when the Cowboys were scoring all those points, which wasn't leading the wins, and which led to preseason, but it led to the Romo injury, just like you know Burrow. So I, I'm I'm not high on the Bengals to just go to the over under max ceiling is six wins to me. Um, so I, I'm I'm taking the under here, uh, under six and a half wins. A lot of AFC North games. Yes, I mean the <laughs> the the offense is there. Don't get me wrong, but when you cannot stop anybody, man, you're just not gonna win games. You can't. As good as the offense is, they're still young. You know, Burrow's barely gonna be in his second year, coming off an injury. Can you rely on him to push those wide receivers down the field uh, against NFL defenses? To, Maybe. To keep him- to keep, keep them standing up. Yes. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The game is no, no, won exactly. and lost on the, yeah, the trenches. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So can, can you count on that? And, and the answer there is no. Will they have some explosive games? Will they move the ball between the 20-yard lines? Yes, but – to get into the end zone, I, you might see a lot of field goals, and it's just it's just not there. They're they're just too young. Their quarterbacks hurt, and like Ben said, can name a guy on the defense. Uh, you have to take the under. Here. I, I can see my my favorite bet on the Bengals here is Jamar Chase to win offensive yeah, rookie. Yeah, I told I totally agree. Uh, there. I, I liked the odds at plus seven fifty. Um, I'm following the trend of Justin Jefferson. He he won it last year for the, the Minnesota Vikings. He won okay. Offensive Rookie of the Year. LSU Another too, LSU right? receiver. Um, I like Jamar Chase a lot to win that Offensive Rookie of the Year, especially if he's going to be getting some love um, from Joe Burrow. But um, I think it is a crowded wide receiver room. They're talented. You know, um, Tyler Boyd. Is it Tyler or Taj Boyd? Um, I don't want Tyler Taj Boyd. Boyd was the old Clemson. Oh, there you go. Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. And then um, T. Higgins, two T. talented Higgins. wide receivers. Yeah. Clemson so, as well. Are you taking a? Do you like Jamar Chase as a fantasy prospect, Ben? I I I, uh, I would like come Boyd. on answer the boys. I, I, I would like I would, I would only take Boyd. What I want to ask Justin is, Justin, I asked Ron if he would draft Joe Burrow. So Justin, Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow? Who are you oh, drafting? Matthew Stafford. That's a good one. Jo- Roland, give me Roland. Joe Burrow. Give me Joe Burrow all day. Me, my turn. Fantasy points. Well, you don't right. have to win games. Fantasy points. I'll take I'm quoting here. I'm quoting here. I'm quoting the jam. I'm in the pocket like Burrow. I'm going with Burrow, baby. <laughs> Burrow. I'm going with Burrow. I'm going so with Burrow. I, I, it's, it's, it's what Cincinnati was last year. They they were the Joe Burrow show until, until the injury. And – he was a rookie that that showed out. You know, he he was 
uh, I mean, he did produce for the hype that he had. So, I mean, yes, he's he's injured, but. I think he was a lock for rookie of the year had he not gotten hurt. I mean, I think he's a gamer. Saw saw him play against Texas and whoop our ass, wave at us goodbye. I mean, the, the guy oozes confidence. I think he is what Cincinnati needs. He's a franchise quarterback. He has a wide receiving core. I just don't like them not going all offensive line in the draft. And yeah. I honestly feel that that was – like, I don't know if he has this much pull, but I want to say it was 50-50 Joe Burrow and the front office because it's an LSU receiver who Joe Burrow played with in college. I don't think that it was a need based mm. on the wide receiving core that they had. And they to build that keep, confidence. They, they got to keep him standing. But like I said, I feel like he had input in it, and I might just be giving him too much cred already as just, you know, a rookie or a second-year guy. But I don't know what you all think about that, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, you could see a, a, a very college-esque offense in Cincinnati this year. You know, you don't have them, yeah, I mean, you don't you don't have them under center a lot to, to, to help, you know, at least give them a couple seconds before, you know, that those uh, defensive no. ends are on his ass. So, I mean, which leads to, you know, Mixon, you know, uh, 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 not in a typical eye formation. He's out here to the slot. I mean, not, not, not the slot, but spread to the side, little dump offs there. So uh, to protect Burrow. And let's play the team total overs on the Bengals this year. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. game overs, game overs on the base. Did, did somebody already ask a uh, mix? I know I asked it earlier, but Mixon or Najee Harris? Najee. You take Najee? Justin? Najee. Najee all day? Okay. Najee's my guy. I think he's going to be rookie of the year. Okay, okay. I, I mean, nice. I, like that. I like that. That, get that goes it. to the get quarterbacks, Justin. That goes to the quarterbacks. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, anything else for fantasy, Ben? Anything else that we missed? Uh, no, with the any, Bengals, man? Look, there's there's some pretty good running backs in this division. Najee Harris, J.K. Dobbins. I know Justin has a lot of love for Najee. We got Nick Chubb. We got Kareem Hunt. Kareem we got Hunt. Joe Mixon. Who will be the leading rusher at the end of the year in this division for the running that, backs? But fantasy-wise or, or yards? Yeah, leading leading rusher? rusher. Leading rusher yards-wise in yards. this division. Nick Chubb. Give me, yeah, man. Give me Nick Chubb. I think because you can't go, uh, you can't go. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can't go mixing, obviously, because they're going to be behind. So they're not. They're going to be the losing ball. a lot. Yeah. I like Najee's opportunities, but, yeah, but he's gonna I, get a lot I just feel like too. Najee might be more of a short yardage, you know, goal line. Yeah. Get you in there from the three, the two, the one, rather than. Mm-hmm. You know, be busting off runs for the Steelers, and then I, I, we could also ask who's got the best O line in the division, and that typically should go to the team or to the to the leading rusher. So, who's got the best O line? The Browns. The, 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 the Browns. I mean, the Ravens have had the leading rushing game in in the last couple of years, so yeah. you you might think the Ravens. I Obvious? think. Uh, no, but their O line. I mean, the Ravens. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying and that, the fact that that Dobbins and Lamar are going to get you those yards. Baker's not going to be much of a threat, but you have mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt and you have Nick Chubb as well. Yeah. So I would think Nick Chubb would be the leading rusher um, just based off of his positioning on the team and his talent where he was drafted, all that shit. Yeah. But I think that that's going to be something to watch out for because there's a lot of talented running backs in that division. Good point. Very good point. And I think all that right, kind of yeah. wraps it up, yeah. huh, boys? I, I think that's all I got on the on the Bengals um, and the AFC North. 
So, I mean, just to, you know, recap, we, we have the, the, the season bet, you know, that the, the podcast put out there for the Ravens, uh, season total over 10 and a half. Yeah, um, we can I, take I this Bengals trash off. Yeah, I think uh, we, we got Justin, Ben, and myself on the Ravens to win the AFC North. I think we got Ron. Ron's barking. Bounce. Hey, Ron, give me a bark. There you go. There you go. That's a tough bark. That's you a tough bark. Water, cuz. Yo. Can't and wait till my baker. I till my baker all white jersey comes. When, when you hear that bark, you just gotta call the dog pound. Uh, we we have a little a little oh, podcast God. bet between me and Ben. I oh, took yeah. Lamar Jackson to. Hey, to you realize you were on the Ravens. You realize. Oh yeah, because I looked at that uh, rushing total last year, and I was like, dang, it's a little closer than I thought it was. But I can't <laughs> go back. I can't go back on what I on my. You're word. gonna need an MVP season, pal. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm hoping for because, I, I, like I said, I would take Lamar Jackson as maybe at the back end of the fourth or maybe top of the fifth. But, anyways, that's all I have for this division. I'm thinking next week uh, we might post a little poll uh, for to decide who's going to be the, the division that we go over next week. I, I'm thinking myself. I'm, I'm leaning towards the AFC West, uh, but maybe we should put out a little poll on all of our socials and, and let the, the fans or the, the viewers decide. Or maybe yeah. go back to the NFC since we did AFC this week. That's true. That's true. Uh, any any teams or any uh, division that you guys want to see? Oh, come on. Hey, everybody, don't be Can we get to the NFC? All right. All right. <laughs> NFC East it is. We'll, NFC we'll East it is. No, no, no. We'll save, we'll save the best for last. I, I, I'm down to save. You know what? Let's say, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let's save the NFC East for last because the Cowboys are on a hard knocks. Okay. So we can so, you know, so we can talk about the hard knocks you know, and the NFC East at the end. But obviously before we go, here comes the plug again. It's on the bottom of the screen. Bet King Online, man. Twitter. Everybody's got a Twitter. Bed King Online. Follow them on Twitter. That's all we got to say. We can't give you too much info, but it's there. The the the, the promo's crazy. All right. So you got to do the WTBS. We talking about sports. That's us, Roland, Justin, and Ben. Thanks y'all for for hearing, and for listening, and Ron. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Bed King Online. Do not forget the season's coming, and you're gonna want to start your deposits. Now and there's a reason why you're gonna want to start your deposits now because it's the promos. It's it's sick, bro. It's crazy. If you're gonna want to start, if you've Ron. never started before, you gotta start now because Ron. that promo is sick. Ron, is it gonna is the promo gonna blow their mind? I mean, it might. Ron, Ron. Yeah. Cue the emoji with the blowing my mind. <laughs> well. That's it for me. Good show, boys. Good show. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back the with another division soon. The Ravens. Yeah, I don't even. I wish I could do a Ravens song like. Oh, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice, yes. not a game, not a game. Not a game. Slap that place you scored 30. What are we even talking about, man? We talking about sports here.